What is up guys and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show, being the market one trade at a time. Hope everyone's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Alright, um, so today's episode is going to be talking about uh, the pre-week watch list. Alright, so there's a lot of movement that's going on in the market. Uh, going to be talking about some of the earnings that are coming up. Uh, also going to be talking about some of the top stories that I think everyone should be focusing on in the market as a whole. So let's jump into it. So first, I want to talk about all the stocks that are having earnings. It is the beginning of earnings week. So there'll be a lot of major earnings coming in this week. Uh, on Monday, we have KO, uh, which is Coca-Cola. Uh, that'll be one of the earnings that I'll be watching. Uh, Tuesday, we have a lot of names. Uh, we have UPS, Verizon, General Motors, McDonald's, General Electric, Spotify, Pepsi, JetBlue, and Raytheon, and then on Wednesday uh, for earnings, we'll have Boeing, Hilton, and Meta. Meta will probably be Meta and Boeing will probably be the two big earnings on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday we have even more earnings, which will be American Airlines, Intel, Crocs, Snap, uh, Caterpillar, Mastercard, Amazon, Eli Lilly, and Domino's Pizza. And then lastly, on Friday, we have uh, some oil companies, which will be ExxonMobil, Chevron, as well as uh, Clorox or, or Colgate. Um, so Colgate will be giving um, their earnings on Friday as well. So let's jump into some of the top stories uh, that kind of came out sort of this weekend, uh, end of last week uh, or Friday of last week that I'll be following as well. Uh, one of them is about uh, Kathy Woods. So Kathy Woods, who owns ARK Investments, uh, said they're going to be buying $42 million worth of Tesla. Uh, she predicts a 111,000% rise in the company. So um, Kathy Woods was kind of like one of the major bulls when Tesla jumped up uh, and had its initial rally before its two um, stock splits. And so she's kind of one of the Longtime bulls of Tesla, just kind of back in the news again, uh, forecasting that the electric vehicle company will surge to more than a six trillion dollar valuation over the next four years. On the same day, its stock to take ten percent, um, and so her firm disclosed that they bought two hundred and nineteen thousand eight hundred and ten shares of Tesla uh, in its flagship uh, Arc Innovation ETF and another thirty six thousand two hundred and thirteen shares of Tesla. Uh, in its next generation internet ETF, uh, which is roughly about 41.7 million uh, buy up using Tesla's $163 closing price Thursday uh, when the stock split 9.8% uh, and the company lost 51 billion in market value as investors reacted sharply to Tesla's shrinking profit margin. So she essentially bought the dip uh, when Tesla fell down. So staunch and longtime Tesla bull, Woods, uh, and ARC also released their projections uh, for the automaker's future stock performance on Thursday, uh, offering up um, quite a large valuation. So uh, ARC set a $2,000 base case scenario for Tesla share price in 2027, an 11-fold increase, uh, setting its bearish forecast to about $1,400 a share. Um, and a bullish at 2,500, which is eight-fold uh, and 14-fold respectively jumps. 
uh, at two thousand dollars per share, uh, Tesla would have a market capitalization of six point three trillion, roughly the market cap of the world's three most valuable companies: Apple, Microsoft, and Saudi America combined. Um, driving Ark's lofty, lofty expectations for Tesla, where its forecast for the company's robo taxi and driverless ride hailing uh, segment, projecting a two hundred billion dollar uh, in 2027 revenue from a unit in bearish scenario, a $613 billion uh, in a bullish case and seemingly tall ask for the division and currently bringing in no revenue. So it's definitely interesting. She's weighing a lot of information or weighing pretty heavily on the fact that the robo-taxi um, situation is something that a lot of customers are going to be taking advantage of. Uh, essentially, you could have a Tesla vehicle and it could be going around and doing like Uber and Lyft while, you know, you're not using the vehicle um, and then you could be making passive income on the side or you just have a taxi company, which is all Tesla fleets. And then the cars themselves would be um, the vehicles. You don't have to pay for drivers um, and you can just have uh, the company like Uber itself have the robo taxis that'll go and pick up different people based on um the vehicle itself so fully autonomous driving uh situation which i think is kind of a huge ask um not saying that tesla doesn't have the the resources or no technology to do that um but you know this is kind of a long projection so it's going to be interesting to see how the market reacts to that and what people are kind of forecasting themselves are people aligned with kathy wood's um projection of this um or are they kind of on the sideline like you know maybe this is not something that's achievable by 2027, uh, maybe along the lines of 2030, giving it three more years. Um, but, you know, I think it's not far-fetched to see something like this kind of shaping up. Um, and it definitely is something that, you know, die-hard die Kathy Woods fans um, or ARK Invest fans kind of could stand behind. Next, we have Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, so on Sunday, Bed Bath & Beyond uh, filed for bankruptcy, bankruptcy protection. Uh, after failed efforts to turn around the company. Um, so on Sunday, Bed Bath & Beyond filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection after it failed on uh, several last-ditch efforts to raise enough money to keep the company alive. Um, the home goods retailer has been uh, warning of potential bankruptcy since early January uh, when it issued a going concern notice that it may not have the cash to cover expenses after this male holiday season or the dismal holiday season, shares of the company closed at 29 cents on Friday, giving uh, it a market value of 136.9 million. Uh, the stock is down about 88% this year. Uh, last April, it was trading for around $20 a share. Uh, the company's 360 uh, namesake stores and 120 bye-bye baby locations will remain open for the time being as it begins to close the business businesses and liquidate assets uh, but it has filed motions in new jersey bankruptcy court uh, asking permission to auction the two brands and the company said in a release it has already committed to closing all of its uh, hair and face value stores as of late november bed bath uh, had about 4.4 billion in assets and about 5.2 billion in debts uh, court filing showed alongside a long list of creditors, including vendors like uh, Pinterest, Keurig, and Blue Yonder. It owes the most to BNY Mellon at $1.18 billion, 
uh, the document shows, and it has been, uh, it has a between 25,000 and 50,000 total creditors uh, and employees, about 14,000 non-seasonal workers, uh, the court filing said. So definitely very interesting for Bed Bath & Beyond. It's been, you know, quite a downward spiral for them uh, ever since they first released that information. Uh, they've struggled, you know, shuffling through leadership uh, throughout the years, trying to find different people, different CEOs, uh, coming back and forth, changing management, uh, trying to get more funding, um, basically trying everything they could to keep the company afloat. Uh, but it seems that it hasn't really worked, uh, you know, for the retailer themselves. Uh, closing, you know, a large portion of their stores, well, closing all of their stores uh, is ultimately what uh, it turned out to be. Next, as far as the line of bankruptcies are concerned, uh, another company, uh, David's Bridal, is also filing for bankruptcy. Uh, it's the largest wedding gown retailer in North America. They filed for bankruptcy on Monday. Uh, David Bridal said in a statement that it would fulfill all customer orders without disruption or delay, but might be forced uh, to wind down its operation uh, if it cannot find a buyer. The company, which previously went bankrupt in 2018, said its business has suffered in recent years due to the uh, pandemic, decreasing demand for wedding dresses and high inflation. Uh, the CEO, James Marcum, said we are determined to stay focused in our future because we believe we have an important role in ensuring that every bride, no matter her budget, can have a perfect dress. Uh, the Pennsylvania-based David Bridal has 294 stores and 10,000 employees offering wedding dresses uh, for as low as $199, according to court documents filed in the New Jersey uh, bankrupt court. Uh, the privately owned company on Friday sent notices under the WARN uh, Act uh, federal law that requires businesses with 100 or more employees to provide a 60-day notice before engaging in massive layoffs, uh, saying it intended to lay off more than 9,000 employees uh, it, by August. So definitely uh, very interesting for the company um, itself. About 25% of brides in the U.S. wear David Bridal's uh, gowns and weddings uh, at their weddings, and David Bridal decreased uh, or dress has made about 70,000 uh, dresses over its 70-year history. Uh, the company has 256.9 million in debt uh, and is engaged in consulting to coordinate the store's closings if necessary. Uh, the company's previous bankruptcy allowed it to cut 434 million in debt, but the pandemic and temporary ban on uh, person events, in-person events hurt the company uh, nearly as soon as it emerged from Chapter 11, uh, according to court documents. So definitely not been the best time uh, for David Bridal's, uh, you know, business model, especially not having in-person weddings. People, you know, not really having weddings or buying wedding dresses, just going to courthouses uh, and the pandemic, you know, people not booking venues because they weren't allowed to uh, kind of change the wedding industry in general. So, you know, I feel like that's kind of the same sentiment for Bed Bath & Beyond. They were kind of a niche sort of uh, branded company. Uh, them trying to restructure and, and find ways to, uh, you know, boost the brand. But they kind of thrived mainly on people having in-person uh, experience at their store. So hopefully, 
you know, we'll get more updates on the David Bruno situation, but it seems like this is basically the end for Bed Bath & Beyond. They were significantly closing their stores. Um, but also with David Bridal, you know, laying off 9,000 of their 10,000 employees only leaves 1,000 left. So, um, you know, definitely going to be seeing what the company is doing overall um, after, you know, the bridal uh, industry has kind of gone downhill from here. So let's jump into some of the stocks that I'm going to be looking at uh, price-wise. The first one is uh, 10% SPOT for Spotify. Uh, Spotify is currently at $133.76 the time of recording this. Um, they had a high where they jumped up to $134.77. Like I said, they do have an earnings next week. Uh, they are bullish um, at the current moment. The moving average 10 is above uh, the 50 and 100. Uh, the moving average 100 is currently at uh, $133.57. And the moving average 50 is currently at $133.07. Um, so a range that I have for them, uh, top end is going to be 134.77, low end is going to be 131.56. Um, so those are going to be the key levels that I'm looking at for the company overall. Uh, and I think, you know, Spotify has done a lot of things restructuring wise that I think will help the company overall. Last earnings, I think it was a beat. Uh, so they went up about 15% after that earnings uh, went. And I think this one will probably be a beat as well. So we'll see if they'll hit that 134.77 level as the company continues uh, on this bullish upward trend. Uh, bear in mind the prices, depending on when you watch this uh, or listen to this may be different. So make sure you do your own due diligence. Also bear in mind, it's not financial advice. I'm not telling you to invest or not to invest into any of the plays uh, that are currently in the market. Just telling you what I will be looking at um, as the market continues to change. Next we have Meta. Meta is definitely gonna be a big one as well. Uh, I always am going to be looking at Meta just because if you look at a lot of uh, these big ETFs, Meta is a large portion of their portfolio. So they have a lot of um, institutional investors who buy Meta or buy the dip on Meta. Also, a big key metric for Meta, in my personal opinion, will be um, the data um, as far as the amount of users as well as the um, ad revenue that they get. So if they're increasing ad revenue overall, I think they're going to be making a lot more money. Uh, and ad revenue is kind of how they really have thrived as a company uh, for so many years. So Meta, Tickerson, META, which was previously uh, Facebook, a high-end level for them um, as earnings continue uh, or getting close to their earnings is $222.11. Low-end is going to be $209.76. So they're currently at $212.89 at the time of recording this. And they are bearish. Uh, the moving average 10 is below the moving average uh, 100. And the moving average 100 is at 212.71. Uh, the moving average 50 is at 212.58. So they're kind of right in between um, each other around price-wise. Uh, but, you know, going to be looking to see how it performs. Actually, I take that back. They are bullish. Uh, moving average uh, 100 is below the moving average 10. But... Going to be looking to see that 212.71 and 212.58 as the two levels to see if it'll bounce off that 212.58 um, or if it'll bounce off 212.71, currently being at 212.89. So still the ultimate range that I'll be looking at the stock overall is going to be, let's zoom all the way out on this chart. It's going to be 222.11 uh, with a low end of 209.76. Like I said, I think this is going to be a bullish uh kind of release for the company overall 
uh, think their ad revenue um, is going to show that they have you know quite a, a bit of financial uh, backing behind them. So 212, uh, 222.11 is going to be my high end bullish level, and then 209.76 is going to be my low end level. Next, we have AAL, which is American Airlines. Uh, American Airlines reports their earnings next week as well. Uh, they currently, at the time of recording this, are at, let's see what level American Airlines is at. So American Airlines is currently at $13.40 at the time of recording this. So a key level I'm going to be looking at for American Airlines as the week continues on is going to be the $16 level. So with them being at $13.40, um, well, I'll take that back. With them being at $13.40, going to be looking at $13.70. Uh, so $13.70 is going to be the key level I'm looking at for them to see if they can hit that level. That's kind of a resistance level for them is this 1370, kind of a high end resistance level. A low is gonna be this 13, uh, 13 level. So high end range uh, is gonna be 1370, low end is gonna be 1313. They're currently at 1340. Uh, now the time recording this, they are bullish. This 1340 level is above the moving average 50 and 100. Uh, moving average 100 is at 13.35 and moving average 50 is at 13.34. So they have a, a nice little ramp. They bounced off of uh, this moving average 50 kind of towards the end of trading and shut up to this 13.40 level. Uh, but going to be looking to see if they can break through this high end resistance of 13.70 uh, when they report their earnings. Next, we have Croc. Uh, so uh, Crocs, uh, ticker sign CROX. Uh, is going to be the next play that I'll be looking at. Uh, they currently are at 148.8, at the time of recording this. Uh, high end level, going to be looking to see if they can retest this 148.18 level. Uh, so basically a dollar above. Um, then from there, going to be looking at 150. So 150 is going to be uh, the high end range for Crocs. Uh, Crocs does move quite significantly, uh, you know, probably around the 6th of April, they started this bullish upward trend. They were at 119.61 and they've been bullish ever since, hitting this uh, 147.18 level where they currently are at. Um, and gonna be testing 148.18. Uh, gonna be looking to see if they can test 150 um, as a high end bullish level. Uh, if not, they start going back down, potentially seeing if they'll hit this 119.61 level as a low. So key target price, I'm gonna be looking at them. I think Croc's gonna have a bullish um, release when they come out with their earnings and they're going to be looking at them at 150 is going to be my target price for Crocs. Next we have Amazon. Amazon has their earnings as well next week. Uh, they had a low end um, kind of towards the middle of March of $88.12. Then they had a new um, new bottom resistance level of $97.71. Uh, and then they kind of made another bottom um, at 101 101.46. So they're just making higher lows. Then another one at 103.04. They're currently at 106.96 uh, at the time of recording this. Uh, uh, what I'm going to be looking at them when they get close to their earnings is a 110 level. Uh, 110 is going to be my target price for them. I think ultimately the retail sector is good for Amazon. There are so many things Amazon is doing um, e-commerce wise, uh, building their brand, building their business. Uh, there were also rumors about Amazon potentially buying uh, AMC, 
Um, maybe there'll be some hints or confirmation that that's going to be a thing. I think that'll help AMC as well, um, if that is true. Uh, but hopefully that'll be released um, with this financial information on Amazon. Amazon never confirmed nor denied that they were pursuing uh, a purchasing AMC. But with, AM with Amazon owning um, uh, MGM themselves, uh, that'll be something that can definitely help uh, them get their movies um, and get their Amazon movies into theaters so people can see them. They make quite a, a large amount of movies themselves, but that will help get them into theaters and would also help the the movie company that they bought uh, themselves get into theaters. So I think it will kind of be a win-win for Amazon, particularly AMC. Uh, I think it will help AMC as well. They already AMC has a large following on uh, the stock community, so I think people will rally around that, and Amazon has the customer base. So I think it will be a great uh, collaboration uh, between the two companies. Currently, Amazon's at 106.96. Uh, Going to be looking to see if it'll hit that 110 level. Next, we have Snap. Snap has earnings next week. Uh, they're currently at $10.01. Uh, if Snap continues to go bullish, uh, going to be looking to see if it can hit this resistance level of $11.40. Uh, they're currently bearish at the time of recording this, hitting a low of $9.98, then bouncing off and going to $10.01. Uh, so Snapchat just recently released their AI bot. Uh, so if you have Snapchat, they'll have an AI function on there. I think there's some bugs and kinks they need to work out with that, um, with some data issues, some data breaching issues. Um, but ultimately, you know, I don't think this is going to be a bullish uh, release. I think it's going to continue to go down. Uh, price level, going to be looking at this, is probably going to be around $8 uh, to see if it'll continue to go down. Um, so that's going to be my target price for a snap. It's going to be around $8 after their earnings currently at $10.01. I really don't think that the AI portion that they released is, is too helpful for Snap overall, I'm not saying it's a bad app, just not really understanding how it fits into um, their economy and their customer base. Uh, AI doesn't really seem like something that customers who use Snapchat really needed. Maybe, um, you know, if it could help with the creative aspect um, but ultimately, I want to see something that can help boost Snapchat's uh, ad revenue. Uh, that would be something, you know, that would bring more money to them. Uh, sort of like uh, they're, them partnering with Ray-Bans to make the Ray-Bans version that recorded the different information. That was something that I was very interested in. Um, you know, they had different devices that could record. Uh, they had like a small little handheld drone that could record. Those are things that I'm kind of uh, interested to see partnerships with Snapchat. Uh, getting different users to have different user experiences to bring ad revenue in. Uh, that would be something that I would like to see Snapchat doing. Potentially having Snapchat uh, do, you know, small segments for podcasters, uh, getting into the podcast space. I think that would be more beneficial for Snapchat uh, than to getting into um, the AI space. Uh, but ultimately, we'll see what they're up to when they have their earnings. Last one I want to talk about is Tickerson QS, which is for QuantumScape Corporation. They are a U.S. battery manufacturer. They make um, EV batteries. And with all the tax credits that are coming out um, for American-made EV battery manufacturers, I think QuantumScape may be the shock of the week, in my personal opinion. Uh, they had a low of $7.76. They're only, only at $7.45 at the time recording this. They're currently bearish. 
target price I have for QuantumScape is going to be $8.15. If they're showing crazy numbers for getting a lot of this battery EV tax credit money um, or have that on their balance book as proposed, I think this thing could shoot up way past $8.15. Uh, but going to be interested to see how the EV tax credit portion for them being a battery manufacturer could help the company overall and what their strategy is to implement their batteries into different EVs and if they're partnering with big name companies like GM or Ford uh, for their battery technology. Now I think their battery technology is still in the development stages. It's still, you know, fresh out there in the research stage. But what I've read so far, I think it's very interesting technology. You can charge your batteries faster. They have a longer uh, lifespan uh, compared to other EV charging batteries. Uh, basically on the material that they're using, it's kind of state of the art. So going to be seeing how they perform overall and what developments they have and how their balance sheet uh, will continue to increase. Last uh, quarter, they had a beat. And I'm hoping that this quarter that they do have a beat as well, especially if they have tax credit uh, money on their books. So for that information helped you all out, make a more informed decision. Make sure you drop a comment down below, like uh, on whatever streaming platform that you are listening to this on. Uh, and good luck to everybody this week in trading. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.